I've been um, <coughs> around the world a couple of times, or maybe <coughs> more. <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> I, I've been rewatching Old Simpsons on um, Disney Plus. Oh, how good! <laughs> and um, the other night we watched the episode where uh, Bart becomes like the bartender for Fat Tony. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um, <laughs> it's the first time I heard Fat Tony's real name. <laughs> <laughs> William Williams. <laughs> <laughs> is that the episode where there's a scene where they're all playing cards and one of the guys goes, read them and weep. Four aces. Yeah. yeah. Not so fast. <laughs> Six aces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've all got aces around the table. This is like and they're like green and purple. <laughs> they're all different colors. <laughs> this isn't Uno. No. <laughs> Standard uh, game of Texas Hold'em In case you don't know No more than four aces in the deck I don't think you have to explain it I'm not going to use that <laughs> <laughs> Just cut that out Oh not, that not hurts <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons And so I want a sense of the world From The Simpsons now Fair enough Alrighty Let's get into it how long until the NRL starts? Uh, like f- 55 minutes, maybe. Oh, okay, cool. I'll yeah. just go get my phone from the car uh, after. That's <laughs> 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 all good. All right. All right. Excellent. I think I'm ready here. <laughs> oh, Ooh, nice crack. Beautiful. Great work springing into action there as well. This has been proudly brought to you by <coughs> Kirk's Sugar-Free Lemon Squash. <laughs> Drink it up. <laughs> Refreshing, Excellent. sugar-free. Beautiful. <laughs> Love to see it. Insulin, nowhere. Don't exist. Adds plenty to the taste buds. None on the waste. What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number 23 of the Stormon Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. This week, <clears throat> I would like to welcome to a show a very special guest, someone very special, near and dear to our hearts. He's a internet funny man sensation, Tuesday night men's D-League basketballer, an overzealous punter, an avid viewer of sporting events, former 20-time host of Storm and the Beach podcast, our friend, Self-proclaimed meme master and newly appointed Storm in the Beach foreign correspondent and temporary part-time guest co-host on a non-permanent basis, Matty J. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Matty. <clears throat> Thank you. What's going on, Matty? Thanks, <laughs> thanks for that introduction. Uh, self-proclaimed meme master. A little, little bit cringy. <laughs> Agreed, your memes are cringy. <laughs> I've never said that about myself. <laughs> That's but not uh, what self um, self proclaimed uh, implies. So, <laughs> well, it's written down, isn't it? Yeah, so, facts now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm honoured to be working with you two boys. Um, just love your work. Great to have you. I listen to five percent of the podcast <laughs> every three weeks, and I'm <laughs> very glad to be here. And you're a top listener as well. So, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Right, fans at home can also jump into the podcast if they become the top listener at any point. We have to do is listen to more than ten, fifteen, more than five point one percent of every episode. 
Uh, how's your walk back from Melbourne, Matty? <laughs> uh, a little bit tiring. <laughs> Tough on the quads. <laughs> um, they hassled me through New South Wales a little bit. Yeah. You know how it is. We don't like them there. Classic cockroaches. Yeah, stay rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the usual. Yeah. Only took five days. Not too bad. That's pretty rapid. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> far too rapid. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about 1,800 k's. <laughs> that's, that's a pace that's for a sure. Pace. That's what a real pace. What were you fueling up on? How many sausage rolls did you eat from service stations? <laughs> <laughs> how long would it take to walk Gold Coast to Sunbury, Victoria? Too fucking long. You're not allowed to eat or consume anything but servo sausage rolls. <laughs> you can drink water out of the jerry cans they have for the car windshields. Out of the out of the soap buckets. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you wouldn't make it far. I think you'd be throwing up <laughs> two servos in. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, it would take uh, 13 days, 16 hours. At what pace? I don't know. <laughs> Average walking pace, alleged. Uh, let's see. If you could sustain that hypothetically for 13 like days five straight. kilometers an hour. 1,619 kilometers. Um, yeah, okay. Interesting. Let me work this out. <laughs> Come back to you. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. <laughs> I remember briefly, uh, whilst working at Centrelink, there were some customers who, unfortunately... Living in Western Australia their entire lives had picked just the worst possible date and moved, uprooted their home from Perth, Western Australia, again, to Bundaberg, the day of the floods. Just so unfortunate. Um, And their workplace was still listed in WA, and that is one hell of a commute to make. That's a massive commute. And even made worse by all their possessions being flooded away oh, and destroyed. What a dire situation. Imagine that. Leaving home all the way to Perth. Come back. All your stuff's wet. You can't even, you know, change your clothes to then head back to work again. <laughs> to start your next day. Uh, I think your stuff would dry halfway along the Nullarbor. <laughs> maybe. Uh, speed of 4.93 kilometres an hour. So Not bad when I for said, two weeks straight. <laughs> when I said approximately five, pretty good. I was cash money. All yeah, right, cool. pretty good. <laughs> Sports bet paying out on that now. <laughs> Ooh, what's going on, Keelan? Oh yeah, uh, great segue. You know, yeah, yeah, excellent segue. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, not much. You know, just um, just out here living the life. You know, uh, my car's broke. Oh, yeah, oh, lucky. So I parallel parked Harry's van very poorly. Um, I'm approximately three meters from the curb. Perpendicular to the curb. <laughs> I 90 degree parked parallel. <laughs> you guys can park on the driveway if you'd like. I didn't know if the van was going to bottom out. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, no. That's, I also that is a legitimate like when I pull up. I don't know if, if like Sam might be jumping out. True, anyway. true, true, true. I don't want that to have to get up and move that's the car. Fair. That's, that's fair. a good call. Um, but yeah, Matt took the easy spot, and so I'm just emotionally recovering from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? Uh, had my car detailed yesterday. Uh, that'd a be nice. Mobile detail. <laughs> Came in. Put a flex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, Your car's broken, eh? <laughs> they got <laughs> Mine, Mine's extra clean. <laughs> Looks beautiful. Um, uh. 
<laughs> no, uh, having people come and inspect it and take photos next week from the leasing company Ooh. to then um, ship off to their dealerships and such for offers yep. and then yep. they'll come pick it up and give me some money for it. What are you going to get? Uh, Mitsubishi Triton that arrives in the country on the 31st of October. <laughs> so. Ah, so I'll be the one laughing then. Yeah, I think I'm going to borrow Dad's car. <laughs> ah, there we go. I'm going to need something to tow the jet ski and boat in that time and... Uh, yeah, we don't have another vehicle with a tow bar, so I might have to borrow his. Yep. As it starts to get warmer, yeah, that's a very essential yeah, exactly. part of yeah. your weekend. So. Bad timing. So I would, I would imagine my new vehicle will probably get to me mid-November, probably. By the time they ship it down from Brisbane. Hopefully. Do it up. Forgot get something. Get it ready. <laughs> exactly. I got a bunch of parts getting added to it, and I was just like, ah. I'll, I'll just take the car. I can get the parts at a later date. That's fine. If, if they're delayed at all. So yeah. we'll see. Is it a, a dual cab? Yes. Ooh. So much room for the boys. Mm-hmm. Plenty of room to get Slightly boots on the ground. Exactly. Slightly less room than my current vehicle, though. Ah. Current car has seven seats, mm. but could always hide some boys in the tray. <laughs> <laughs> Getting canopy? <laughs> uh, yeah, just a soft. Oh, no, no, no. Not a full canopy. Just ah, well, then cover. we can just chuck the boys in wet weather gear and where we go. Exactly. <laughs> Couple dry suits. That'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. No, that's good. Um, either Facebook's listening to the podcast, uh-huh. which is much funnier than my phone listening to me talk about the podcast every week. But I had some suggested groups on Facebook come across Shitty my feed Shitty podcasters on Gold Coast. Uh. <laughs> no, I had top <laughs> 0.1% podcasts. <laughs> Exclusive group. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, that, um, make, that makes more sense. Good yeah, suggestion, yeah. Facebook. Uh, it, it was a group for only podcasts on the internet and there was none in it, surprisingly, because <laughs> we're not in it yet. Who made the group? <laughs> Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> Zuckerberg's what came out first, to get the us. podcast or the group? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so the two, the two groups were Gold Coast Suns chat group, which is fair enough. Get around the boys. Yep. Kind of Suns. And... <laughs> <laughs> the second group was World War One buffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're definitely listening yeah. to you. Oh, yeah, That's massively targeted. It's very odd. 58k members. <laughs> 10 plus posts a day. <laughs> I wonder how much... Is Matt a member of that, by any <laughs> chance? I don't know. I'm not. I wonder how much content I've been missing out on. <laughs> Given that most of it's already written down in books, um, <laughs> I don't know what new stuff they can bring to light. You never know. History's written by the victor, so, you know. Who is Victor? Uh, the, <laughs> the lawnmower bloke, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, definitely targeted. Definitely. Yep. Um, another preamble thing I have here that yep. might mm-hmm. get a bit of energy going for us as well. We don't need any more energy. We don't, but we could. <laughs> right. Mm, yes. So I was reading a little article this week on the Sydney Morning Herald, maybe. Or maybe The Age, one of those. 
a Rupert, Rupert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rupert, a Rupert, <laughs> Rupert Murdoch paper. Rupert. Yeah. <laughs> one of the many Murdoch papers. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, you know, pick one. Sport can't be that biased. Though, exactly. So it's fine. Exactly. No, but it was about the uh, Sydney Swans and how they prepare for games. Yeah, right. And you're going to like this. So, apparently, mm. they blast a song before and after games just to keep the energy going. A couple songs. Mm. One of them being about Errol Goulden's favourite Premier League team, Liverpool. Oh, so it's You'll Never Walk Alone. It's not. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it's not like... What would give you a bit of energy? What gets the What gets the people going? The LA, LA, LA song. That one's pretty good. Uh, I've been to all the chippies. Watch I've him defend. Lot. Watch him score. No. He's our centre half. He's our number, number four. four. Is it that? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, they I'm, pump that. Apparently. I'm a big Golden fan. Now. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So now you have to ride the Swans in the finals. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep, lock yep, him yep, in. Yep. Premiership coming. Mm-hmm. Winning like, wise, huh, cool, weird. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the theme of songs, mm. I was watching uh, All or Nothing Arsenal. Oh yeah, which is actually quite good so far. I have a lot of respect for Mikel Arteta now. Um, yeah, I thought it was just you know just another fucking Spaniard dog, but no, <laughs> he's um yeah. They, before they played Liverpool, they blared out "You'll Never Walk Alone." Yes. at their training session. Yeah, 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 and then you know. Lost 3 0 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff and nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least they didn't Scarred. lose alone. And that's. Yep. That's important. There were at least 11 members of the team that lost that that day. <laughs> A couple of substitutions as well. Tragic. <laughs> they cried on their way home together. <laughs> All right. Should we get into our first segment? I think we should. Excellent. The. Uh, Unofficially sponsored Super Butcher Butcher of the Week. Nominations, boys. What do we got? Uh, there's quite a few real ones. Or okay. rather, okay, better better fitting ones than the nonsense I've written down. Agreed. So uh, I'll, let, <laughs> I'll let you guys... I'll second that. I'll let you guys No, let's it. finish strong. You can have your moment. No, no, no. You, you can have your moment from last week. Everyone's been dying to hear about it. You mm. guys go first and we can touch on that towards the end. No, do, ah, you, do you... Finish with disappointment. I, I don't see. want to finish with disappointment. I normally finish with disappointment. How about we disappointment <laughs> sandwich it? So we have something uh, good yeah, and right. then the uh, disappointment. Yeah, that's <laughs> much more sensible. That way you know, they just forget about the middle. Good pacing for the season. Yeah. Everyone loves the good bread. It's mm. what makes a uh, tasty burger. Exactly. <laughs> so Otherwise, it's we'll just a stacked salad. The <laughs> There's no bread. I think we'll begin with the Footy on 9 Facebook page. They posted about Paddy Ryder's <laughs> retirement. Shocker. But... Instead of posting Paddy Ryder, they posted another Indigenous footy player at St. Kilda, Bradley Hill. You love to see it. <laughs> That's, That's just absolute that fuck up. <laughs> that's up there for butcher of the year. Like that's one of yeah, yeah. a few. It's definitely so public. That's and top not percent. Just like, yeah, you, know. you don't explain your way out of. Uh, well, they all look the same, don't they? Oh. <laughs> There's, there's so do seven <laughs> ministers in our last cabinet or whatever. <laughs> that's, oh God. Yeah, that's a shocker. You reckon someone got sacked? I hope Surely. 
Because that is outrageous. Like, they're not even, like, similar build in any way. No. Paddy Wright is a unit. He's huge. Bradley Hill is, a like, a whippet of a bloke. Yeah. He's it's a good photo of Bradley athletic. Hill, but, like... Yeah, yeah. They're very different blokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always reminded uh, when this situation happens, it apparently happens quite frequently, funnily <laughs> enough. Um, Fucking white people, dude. <laughs> there's a... Uh, <laughs> He is white, to be fair. Um, I don't know. Your E! News celebrity entertainment. Oh, gross. He's interviewing Samuel L. Jackson. And he goes, <laughs> so confidently, the man is. He goes, in addition to all your work, how proud are you of your big Super Bowl ad? Samuel L. Jackson says, I'm like, Super Bowl ad? You mean Lawrence Fishburne? Ah, it's all right. We all look the <laughs> same, right? Never have you seen a guy <laughs> shit his pants, look so nervous in real time. He went from white, white to white. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Echo chamber. It's outrageous. Do we have some telepathic link or some shit now? Honestly. It would have been blended in with the walls in this room. <laughs> no, this is off white. Off white. He would have been easily... He, it would have been invisible on that table. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Samuel gives him the business. Yeah. I think we can squeeze in one of Matt's now. Absolutely. All right. So, should we talk about how you spelt Zach's last name? Or no, no, we're not going to touch on that one. That's just mean. I, I put it for <laughs> some mental exercise to get the brain juices flowing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, onto the real butcher. Uh, in Melbourne, I visited my friend Isaac. He's a tattoo artist, incredibly oh. talented, um, brilliant, brilliant at what he does. He doesn't do stickers. I I suppose. He He's a tattoo him. artist, not a die cutter. <laughs> <laughs> not a sticker guy. <laughs> he ordered himself about 150 stickers, it seems, which is just a rainbow fluorescent sparkly sort of seven, the the number seven written out, and he stuck them everywhere. He stuck, sticks them in legal places where you're allowed to stick stickers. Keep that in mind. Street posts and such. Yes. Uh, the back of bedroom doors. Yes. Yep. The point is... People. I ask him, what is this seven? He proudly goes, it's me, my seven, my brand. His name's Isaac. He's a tattoo artist. I don't know what the seven has to do with anything. He goes, no, no, no. The seven refers to to my Instagram handle I made when I was 13 years old. Probably just at seven, right? Isaac seven. Ah. Ah. <laughs> so somewhere in Victoria, there's probably a lovely crystal shop called Seven, getting tons of business now <laughs> off the back of these stickers. And yeah, nothing for poor old Isaac. Is he a big fan of Catfish in the Bottom and Seven? I don't know. Good song. Hmm. <laughs> big news fan? <laughs> you like the news <laughs> <laughs> Does he have like his Instagram handle on the sticker anywhere at all? Is no it li- <laughs> Literally it's a seven It's It's unironically hilarious If that, if, if that was the intention But I, I don't know what happened Okay so I had no idea it was your friend so that makes a lot more sense as yeah. to why we're calling out some tattoo artists instead of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Are you a fan of the news? <laughs> Worst pickup lines. <laughs> That's got to be top five. <laughs> And news is often I think it's not a very happy, pretty right? good one, to be honest. You think? Because if you say, are you a fan of the news? And they answer very sincerely, I fucking love the news. Did you watch fucking A Current Affair last night? Yeah. Tracy's You'll be like, all right, sweet, down. I'll just scoot on out of here. <laughs> it's a great barometer, actually. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> completely different question to, have you heard the good news? Yeah, it's completely different. Of the Lord. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> this is a secular podcast. That'll get you in a, a different circle. <laughs> All right. On to the tasty bottom bread of the burger. In the... Uh, whatever we in mentioned. In disappointment sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hate it when bread's the best part. Alright, are you going to do the... Do you want to do the top one of the bottom three? I think mine will work out nicely as a nice little full stop on the end of your thing. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, my nomination this week is uh, Carlton Football Club. Yep. For failing to read their scripts, their game plans, if you will. <laughs> Instead, they were singing the script. Not able to break even from their last four games. Falling to pieces. And losing four in a row and missing finals by 0.6%. Where'd you get that percentage? The ladder. The, the ladder. Unbelievable. Yeah. I think it was like actually like 0.5. That's six or something like that. Like something ridiculously close. Gut-wrenching. Um, Collingwood beat them by, you know. Single. Single point. <laughs> Spoilers. They were one game, one point and, you know, three other games. Oh. One of which was a five-point loss away from making finals. So, unlucky. <laughs> uh, very unlucky. And sports bet paid out on Carlton making the top eight. So Brilliant. What an effort. Yeah, in like <laughs> April, in like round three or something. Yeah, you stupid. Unlucky. <laughs> we have movement on the shit list. <laughs> we do. Yeah, it's Liverpool Football Club. Oh, no. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Yep, no, that's a fair nomination. Um, let me find... It's mostly because what I said last week, what we were talking about, is that the shit list is if you expect a good result and they keep dishing up bad results. Mm-hmm. Yep, good definition. And that's definitely what Liverpool are doing. Absolutely. <laughs> They're not. We're not far in, but they've done it three games in a row and I yeah. fucking hate it. Yeah. Not a great start to the season. No, and fuck United. That's fair. Sorry Fair enough Um, I'll do a quick recap Of the current shit list then Okay yep So we've got uh, Devin Booker Calgary Flames NHL team (laughs) PSG (laughs) Man United Funnily enough Uh, Edmonton Oilers Phoenix Suns KO Sports KO Sports again KO Sports Sports again again. (laughs) AFL Statisticians For their lack of Documentation and shitty display of stats. Mm -hmm. And now, Liverpool Football Club. Yep. Out of all those mentioned teams, clubs, players, I don't think the Phoenix Suns are going anywhere for a while. No, they're going to... I think they're going to cement themselves on that list. 10, 20 points at halfstime in an NBA playoff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> yeah, it's no bueno. Yeah, not great. Not great. All right. Shall we um do the thing? Absolutely. What, toss a coin? Yeah, nah, I, think, I think we've got it done. Don't skip ahead. Don't skip ahead. <laughs> Cheeky. Spoilers. Don't skip ahead. Bit of time on. Round 23. <laughs> 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 Welcome back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would like to say that's the worst one we've had, but I don't think it is. I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, it's not. No. That, that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yep. So, the round kicked off. Warm us up, Keelan. Yeah, I'm, I, w- I was. <laughs> Are you in yet? Get me, get me started, though. Like, <laughs> can't just shove it in. Yeah, exactly. The date was just Friday, it a little, the we'll get something 19th going. of August. It was 7.50pm, Australia, Queensland. I hate this. We've Gabba. I, I, I apologise. <laughs> you made me do this. <laughs> it Thank was a sold-out Gabba to our clash on Friday evening between the Lions and the Demons. <laughs> Unfortunately for the thousands of Brisbane fans in attendance, the Melbourne fans had smuggled in some hallowed turf from the MCG in their carry-on luggage and thrown it on the Gabba turf. The Gabba effect was eliminated and the MG- MCG effect was at full power. The D's took the lead early and were relentless, somehow managing to have more players on the ball, in front of the ball, and behind the ball than the Lions for seemingly the entire game. The math don't work out. <laughs> <laughs> the utter dominance kept the Lions to only a goal for each of the two first quarters, while the D's managed to bang through 13 in the first two periods of play, including a string of seven consecutive goals in the second. Oh. The half that started with Kaiseya picketing the Lions' pockets 20 seconds in ended with the Ds up by 66 points. Ooh. Very demonic. Yeah. Two-thirds two demonic, if you ask me. How auspicious. This is where the Lions needed a spark. Someone to lead by example, perhaps. But unfortunately for them, their club captain was focusing on playing against the players <laughs> and not playing for the, for the game. Uh, ending with 18 disposals, one behind and four clangers and me thinking he's an asshole <laughs> if only he had been thinking about how to play better footy instead of starting fights playing rough and sledging the demons maybe he could have had an impact on the game and led by example as club captain I haven't mentioned his name it's Dane uh, the dick Zorko oh, color uh, me surprised mm, exactly. the demons continued to outplay the lions until the end and reignited their chances to retain the premiership Demons, 18-7-1-1-5. Lions, 8-9-57. Wow. The defeat leaves the Lions alone and prideless, wandering the savannah <laughs> on an introspective, soul-searching expedition to find themselves before the September storm rolls in. <laughs> Funnily enough, it was two Demons that topped the scoring honours for the night, Bailey and Kaiseya managing to pinch four Bratwursts each. Nice. Another Demon topped uh, disposals with Clayton Oliver racking up 30 demonic possessions. But honestly, you could go around the field and compliment all of the D's players for their full, for their win, sorry. Full credit to the boys. <laughs> credit to the boys. Credit. Uh, I skipped ahead a little bit there. <laughs> Just one word ahead, yeah. But uh, legitimately, uh, Lions bad. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder, wandering prideless. That was 
pretty good. That was an I started sentence. with that last line because I had watched the game three days prior and gone, oh, well, not three days. Do the <laughs> math. You know, basically a week earlier and yeah, went, yeah. yeah, this was a fucking shocker. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Leave it to um, DZ to balls up a game, though, and a sledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't know what he said. There's lots of rumors and there's lots of news articles quoting uh, footy on nine, their recap show thing. Yes. When Within it was just like saying. pissing in the wind, like it was it was just them throwing <laughs> throwing shit out at it. Like yeah, that. Yeah, there's yeah. no there's no evidence, obviously, because they're keeping it pretty under wraps. Yeah. But it was pretty rude. Apparently. Made a grown man cry. Exactly. So. Oh, shit. Pretty rude. Yeah. <clears throat> Alrighty. Starting Saturday, we dove into the honey hole of the nation's <laughs> capital. The greatest southwestern Sydney Giants hoping to tap into their opponent's inexperience inland and improve their sour record at Marnica Oval by putting a sweet finish on the season. Lots of palate jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Giants full forward, Jesse Hogan, got his hero's revenge against his old club, kicking the first two goals of the match and finishing with three for the game. Hmm. In his 200th game, Michael Walters definitely didn't have two left feet, waltzing his way to three goals straight. And despite his last home and away game being played on a Saturday, Mundy was still having a day out, collecting 30 disposals and a goal for himself. The Russell Westbrook of the Dockers was filling up the stat sheet. <laughs> Brody kicked one goal and had 30 disposals, seven tackles, five clearances and six inside 50s for a best on ground performance. Meanwhile, everything was sarong, which meant it was so right for Fremantle, Caleb kicking 1-1 to go with his 32 disposals. Despite being down by 11 at the main break, the Dockers made themselves at home in Telepia Park on the banks of Lake Burley Griffin and came home with a wet sail to cut down the Giants by 20. Luckily for the Giants, they finished the season with a nice score. (laughs) Giants, 10-9-69. Nice. Dockers, 13-11-89. Large. Pretty good game. On to North Melbourne versus Gold Coast Suns. Wonder what will happen. (laughs) (laughs) It's Saturday football and North Melbourne are on home turf, facing off against the blistering, sweltering, suffocating, thirst quenching. Is anyone else getting hot? Lee Adams certainly was feeling the heat. Got to remember to wear your wide brim hat, young fella. <laughs> I think he's like 32. <laughs> Which is young for a head coach position, It's I young feel. F- compared to you. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, if ladies moisten, men perspire, horses sweat, then Alex Sexton is one moist horse. <laughs> the p- <laughs> The Bucking Warrior kicked himself six huge goals against the Roos to really lift his side and bring the shine back to the sun. Much like Homer and Bart, watching that sweet, succulent pig soar through the sky after being launched from Springfield Dam, the Suns were well and truly gone with this one. From the first bounce, they were often gradually... I wrote this terribly. From Agreed. The f- <laughs> I'm sorry. From the first bounce, they pulled away and just continued to pull away the game was never even close um leaving the ruse to play in the dust they left behind them uh i genuinely 
don't want to read the next line. Uh, I wrote it, and I think it's funny, but I don't feel comfortable saying it if anyone else would like to take over. Well, I haven't read it, so if you just leave a big pause at the start and the end, and uh, if it resumes with something that's not offensive, then we've cut it. Well, it's not offensive. I just, oh, okay, I personally fine. don't want to read it. Oh. Yeah. How much would you like me to read? To LDU. Okay. As a loyal North supporter, you take the good where you can get it. Like getting yours in as the 12th man in line at a gangbang. It's awfully messy in there, but it still counts. (laughs) Jesus. LDU channeled his finest Gary Ablett Jr. Thank you. (laughs) Impression after a bounce and just emerged from a pack at lightning speed to boot a sensational goal. Now, I asked the footy fox... <laughs> fox footy comment. <laughs> the footy fox. <laughs> Got that uh, word dyslexia. <laughs> I asked the fox footy commentary team on saying, this is going to excite Alistair Clarkson. How do you know? You can't possibly know what he's thinking. He may hate LDU. We don't know. Food for thought. North lost. What did you expect? But amongst watching LDU become a household name, Cunners reuniting with the boys, and more exciting news to come, don't skip ahead. All in all, it was, by definition, an AFL game. <laughs> Gold Coast win by 67. 114-47. to 47. <laughs> Sheesh. Huge. What a surprise. Yeah. Took everyone by surprise, that one. Massive effort by old uh, Sixton coming back into the game there. Oh, just crazy. Huge, yeah. Pretty sad with Ryan Keane out. Exactly. And then um, even... Yeah. Yep. And the news. <laughs> yeah. But spoilers. Don't scare. Ho- ho- hopefully have, uh, you know, the players to fill the gap at least. Yep. Should be okay. The next game. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't figured out the best way to segue between games. It's just it's just awkward. <laughs> so you get what you're given, I guess. Don't stop. <laughs> Don't stop believing. Won't stop. Saturday afternoon down at the Cattery saw Geelong's Paddy Dangerfield take to an AFL field for the 300th time. A massive milestone for the 32-year-old midfielder. On the other side of the ground, we also saw another milestone, Jimmy Cripps strolling into his 200th game (laughs) for the WA side. Great effort from both of them. Congratulations. Now, imagine mixing up Dangerfield with Ryder. That'd be a bit of a... That'd be a meesh steak. I think that joke in general is meesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't why how would you? He's from he's playing for a different team. He's wearing a different shirt. I don't know. It's not look, Matt, I'm I, sorry, but they fuck can't you. all hit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it's worse. He's right, he's right. <laughs> How's I, it worse? I, no, no, I feel like what they did was worse. Oh, for oh, sure. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if it was, you know, Dangerfield you can... to Ryder, you'd be like, oh, they clearly just put the wrong. No, photo. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> wrong, wrong image. Yeah, 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 right. No, this was, this was, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the Eagles had a lot more riding on this game than the minor premiers. No one expected them to win this, and so it was down to a percentage battle with North for the 2022 wooden spoon. With North getting battered by the Suns, purchase your Gold Coast Suns calendars now. 
now included without September straight from the factory. Avoid the heartbreak by avoiding the month entirely. Available at all good news agents. All West Coast had to do was get batted less and they could avoid bottom spot. It was Geelong's game from the start and when the Eagles scored, I don't think anyone would have been thinking this is where the comeback can start. Geelong was firing on all cylinders and West Coast goals came very much against the flow of play. Geelong's two most prolif- prolific on the night, Tomahawk and Stengel, both kicked four each, combining for more goals than the whole of the Eagles' side, uh, who only managed to get uh, seven collectively, I think. I think I wrote that down incorrectly. Don't fact-check it. I think it's seven, but I wrote eight. Uh, the 200-game Eagle Cripps managed himself three goals, but 300-game a danger field was very much a danger on the field to the Eagles. But he was just like catnip to Geelong, a calming euphoric presence in the midfield. He racked up 22 possessions, half of those contested, nine score involvements, and 11 inside 50s. Ultimately, the team led by a small handful of 300 club players walloped the Eagles by 85 points. But it wasn't all bad news. Their percentage was still better than North's, so they sit second last to finish the season. Let's go. (laughs) Geelong, 19-17, 131. West Coast, 7 for 46. There we go. It was 7. Correct. Cool. All right. Over to the MCG. Like a tarred and feathered, or rather, donning a hazmat suit whilst shackled, being forced to carry a picture of yourself and paraded around mainland China, uh, type of uh, shame thing they do for people that get sick with COVID. They're forced to wear hazmat suits and they have to walk around public humiliation thing. Pretty intense. I mean... Huh? <laughs> so they make the sick people go outside in their own little bubble. Yeah. To ridicule them. How's it their fault that they got COVID? <laughs> I mean... All the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel this. It's China. It's China. It's Chinatown. <laughs> Forget about it. Ben Rodden was publicly humiliated this week by none other than his own family. Kanga supporters, bow your heads for the hanging of Petrie, Harvey and co. Never forget. As a North supporter, I truly sympathize with Rodden here. To be kicked out of home like a 17-year-old, single, pregnant Hispanic woman for wanting to keep the baby, his club should have treated him better. He loves Essendon and wants to stay on. Let that sink in. Someone who willingly wants to be part of this club. (laughs) (laughs) Now, North may have finished bottom last, back-to-back, but the Bombers are in total shambles. Much like the poor Japanese in March 1945... The firebombing raids on Tokyo, reducing their paper city to ashes. Essendon Club may not have any staff or players come next season. It's like fucking clockwork, dude. Clockwork! Clockwork! (laughs) We just made the same joke again, too! I can't fucking believe it! Death taxes and war jokes for a (laughs) minute. Oh, how we've missed the war references. Oh, God. Or everyone will forget in about two to three days time and tune into the block room reveals what were we talking about again i actually watched the block the other night <laughs> they're renovating like whole houses in the country near allegedly where scott cam lives yeah in gisborne in victoria apparently yeah shit all but <laughs> are, are they just houses that he owns and he just sells them at the <laughs> end <laughs> i sure hope so genius <laughs> um sorry 
<laughs> to no surprise, the Tigers had won it. Headlines will read, Essendon Football Club, Fives head coach, days before final game of season, and a disgrace by opposition. Interesting. Good on you, Tigerland. Maybe you can win the chip again so we can get to see those beautiful black and yellow 2024 <laughs> stickers on every car again. <laughs> Essendong 75, <laughs> Richmond 141. Essendong was a genuine typo, but wow. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty Essendong. Good. Oh my God. I'm going to have a new Facebook group suggestion. The Pacific Theatre <laughs> this week, I think. <laughs> I just um, I actually want to touch on the block again. It was on my mind because I watched an episode staying at couch surfing one of my mates' places. Um, Scotty Cam's gone pretty thickums. <laughs> He's on that fat block money though. He's on that Channel Nine dollar. <laughs> He's eating well. He looks sort of vacant. Uh, <laughs> he 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 clearly doesn't want to be there. Is the point I'm trying to get? Ah, uh, gotcha. He couldn't give two shits. Yeah, he's, he's on a long-term contract. <laughs> he's standing there, and he's just reading the lines as they come. But this couple on the block, whether this was scripted or not, his reaction makes me want to believe it wasn't scripted, unless he's a, arguably Australia's best actor, I suppose. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the couple uh, sort of bring up something about... There was a photo of them. The bloke, pretty average. Pretty average. <laughs> But his miso's all done up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the judges come in and they go, wow, what a photo. Like, we can see who the hot couple is. Scotty looks up from the script. You see him. You see his body filled with life. And he just rips into them. He's like, the good couple. It's like, I don't know what they were looking at with you. And he just oh. rips the guy to shred. And he's <laughs> laughing and smiling. And you're thinking, all right. He's on that fat block money, <laughs> and he's just here to rip people apart. <laughs> but I guess you can do that when you own the show and the land. And <laughs> what a unit! What a great photo. <laughs> Scott Cam, Durry in mouth, punching a dart. Two by four on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> Tool pouch on hip, ready to just get shit done. Ready to unload. Yeah. Ready to put in work. I wonder when he last did. Work as a tradie, I think. Mm. Probably before we were born, realistically, because he was on that. Um, was it Burke's backyard? No, not oh, Burke's backyard. The other one. Gardens? No, no, the the one where they <laughs> the come other, in, other come in, and Reno someone's oh. house. Mm. I'll get it up on his IMDb. Hold yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Backyard yeah, blitz. Uh, Could be that. That. C- yeah, that sounds pretty yep, promising. That sounds good. I'm gonna search backyard blitz. I reckon it's it. Yeah, I don't think he does trading for love of the game anymore. <laughs> love. <of the> yeah, <laughs> black backyard blitz. We're talking Jamie Jury, Scott yep. Cam, yeah, and the others. <laughs> Waking up at four a.m. and plowing my knees into untiled ground. Yeah, exactly. Love of the game. <laughs> yep, that's a throwback. We need to watch all all of Backyard Blitz again, I think. There's 12 seasons of The Block with about 60 really? to 80 episodes per season. Oh, my God. They just What? When does it... Is it is it a midweek filler around football? I don't know. Around the NRL? Yeah, I don't know when it's on. 
Yeah, me neither. No, nah, I think they do big things on Friday nights or something, right? Thursday, Fridays or something. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Alternates with Big Brother or probably or some shit. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Alrighty. Sorry. I don't watch real TV. <laughs> <laughs> Primetime Saturday night, the AFL graced South Australian fans with a showdown at Radlade Oval to take their minds <laughs> off neither of their teams appearing in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Port Adelaide's resident Lego man Ollie Wines even threw out some bullet, bulletin board material saying he didn't like the Crows' sense of entitlement and their club's DNA. This ruffled a few feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Such a brave thing to say against a team who's below them on the ladder and they should beat handily. <laughs> <laughs> Port Adelaide, we're here for a good time, not a long time. The power kicking the opening goals of each quarter in under two minutes. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Three of those quarter opening goals fired in by the accurate Marshall, Todd finishing with 4-1. While Robbie Gray added the other one, finishing with 2-2 in his showdown send-off. Darcy Fogarty tried his best to cloud Port's vision of victory. The Big Crow kicked three of Adelaide's four first-half goals, but the power looked comfortable at the winner's table, said Amon, and enjoyed a few glasses of wines in the second half. Port's two powerhouses, contributing 31 and 35 disposals and a goal each. Port's future is looking rosy. Connor collecting the showdown medal off the back of 34 disposals, one goal, eight tackles, and 11 inside 50s. The young star powering Port Adelaide to an 11 goals to three second half <laughs> and a 56-point showdown victory. Port Adelaide, 16-15, 111. Adelaide, 7-13, Ooh. Massive beating. Absolutely. Nice crack. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the sugar-free procedo. Uh Excellent. Ooh. Yeah, it's not bad. What a beverage. It's not bad. I rate this over the squash. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you go on squash, you but the can't squash go past solo. probably would have hit if we had just done some manual labor. Fact. Yes, but you would have had to consume it within 45 seconds too. <laughs> the whole can. Oh, I would have shotgunned the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have <sighs> Allegedly, um, Hawthorne v Bulldogs at Unitas Stadium. Allegedly, yeah, I don't like Unitas. It's just Utahs, mate. U- uh-huh. Unitas doesn't sound right. Matt made this, <laughs> um, and I'm mad about it. I, I didn't know. No, I'm <laughs> I didn't <off>. know. <laughs> <laughs> it was classic Utahs conditions on Sunday. A maximum of twelve degrees. And the wind going every direction at the same time. Ah, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Great for the football. (laughs) The only direction the dogs were hoping to go was up. They needed to win this game by a decent margin and have the Blues bottle their game to make finals. Which we spoiled earlier. Lol. (laughs) 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 With it all on the line for their season, they started strong and kicked the first two majors. But Hawthorne did what Hawthorne does in Lonnie and fought hard, kicking the next four including a goal for final gamer Ben McAvoy, set up by debutante, debutante Jack Saunders. The slim two-goal margin from the first quarter, though, dried up in the second when both teams combined for 10 goals. Oh. It was still windy. Pumping them in. Yeah, they were just having a go. They just accounted for the wind. And by God, they were, oh, they, it's 
Speaking of accounting for the win, yeah. by God, there was highlights in this quarter. <laughs> Jack Gunston was firing like a fucking bloke out of wanted, bending his third goal in the wind. <laughs> it started hard left out past the left goalpost. Clear mm-hmm. then... shank. No, no, it was deliberate. You, you, could, you could see it in his eyes. Oh, okay. he, ha- he had sufficient intent to he kick had, a goal out intent, of that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it went through for a major, but back over near the right goalpost. It was huge. It was massive. Bit, bit of reverse swing, if you will, it in the conditions. swinger almost hit middle. <laughs> <laughs> it must have moved like six to eight meters dead set in the air. Yeah, like, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah like easy. It, it was yeah. ridiculous to watch. And he belted it too. It was, it was, it was, yeah. a, it was long. Um, uh, and the, the father-son selection of a father-son selection, Sam Darcy kicked his first AFL goal and then followed up with another immediately after. Um, Jack Saunders saundered into the goal square and kicked one uh, a goal on debut. And finally, Big Ben kicked his second goal, making sure he had one goal for each premiership with the club. Oh, <laughs> how nice. And then the dogs <laughs> ran into halftime up by three. So less nice. <laughs> <laughs> the third quarter was a shocking watch, painful on the eyes. Both teams scored a single goal each, but the dogs overran the Hawks opportunity-wise and just weren't able to make the most of them, kicking one goal Eight behinds to the oh. Hawks, one goal, one for the quarter, and then led by eight, uh, sorry, led by ten at the final break, looked at the one and the zero, said eight. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. The Hawks got their last goal out of the way early, with Moore kicking his second 20 seconds in. The Hawks couldn't hold flight in the blustery conditions, the wind too much in their wings, the ground-bound dogs running amok, and ended up winning by 23 points. Hawks. 10-4-64, dogs, 12-15-87. Ben McAvoy was chaired off by Connor Nash and Jaeger O'Meara. There is a very visible height disparity between the two of those units. Shocking. Ben's hips will never be the same. Good thing he's retiring. He already had spine issues, the poor bloke. He's cooked now. Oh, he's done. <laughs> yeah. They could... Why didn't they use, like, Granger Brass or someone who would have been... Fairly similar height. Sicily. Sicily, yeah. Uh, probably 10 other blokes taller yeah. than I think they Jaeger Mira. All right, Nash, mate, you got the height, but have you seen the shoulders on Jaeger? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> they are huge. Absolute unit. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you guys ever been chaired off a ground or a court or anything like that? No, I've never done anything good enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, funnily enough. What did you do that was good? Uh, I I forget how many wickets I took. I, I don't remember how many it was, but far the out. point was I Too wrapped... Too many to count. Yeah, exactly. I wrapped up the cricket game was the point. It was just taking forever and I finished it off and cleaned up the tail with my off-spin bowling and was chaired off for my efforts. Nice. Um, That's unreal. It's already a fairly uncomfortable, awkward situation, <laughs> let alone being carried off by guys that have, I don't know, a ruler's height difference between them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so unfortunate for Big Ben. Yep. But credit to him. Full credit. Into surgery uh, now, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Full hip replacement. He's got scoliosis now. <laughs> He's done for. Oh, we head over to the G. This just in. Blues man sheds a single tear for dropped one dollar pie. Where'd you buy that pie for a dollar? I'll get to it. 
No, I just, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the homeless musician, who can often be seen hanging around the Melbourne cricket grounds and Docklands, was elated today after receiving a coupon for a $1 pie. The man had hardly in all week, let alone can remember the last time, sinking his teeth into a warm meal. Well, well, what little teeth he had left, you know, from all the crack cocaine. Good, good luck getting a warm pie at the footy too. <laughs> <laughs> We've well documented this. <laughs> Carlin was over the moon. The long suffering was coming to an end. Could this be their year? Sports bet sure thought so. Bookie's crying right now. On God. Now the Pies fans came out in droves, as they do, despite their club's pretty mid-start to the season. <laughs> we all love the Dacos family, and Sidebomb is pretty slick, and Cox, the Sentinel, Brody is cool, Majacek, okay, they have a lot of cool players. But despite their dismal start, they stepped up to the plate and took a huge home run kick through the goals to secure their victory in the clutch moments. They're playing fucking kickball? <laughs> the point is it's just... A mess of sports. Cullen <laughs> um, fans been straight up aerating how hard their team can play. And you can hear the Virgin Blues fans crying right now. On God, as their team won all key indicators. But as the Chad Collingwood supporter knows, footy ain't played on the XL spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Over 80,000 turned out for this uh, regular season match. No cap. But this wasn't just your average game. In the closing moments of the fourth... Saad was chasing down the prodigal son, Elliot, before being brutally taken out of contest by Ginevan. No call. I suppose it's Jack who has the last laugh. Saad wishing he could have prayed for the refs to make a call, but didn't have ample time to get out his prayer mat as Jamie <laughs> booted a big six to seal the game. Something clever about how Carlton are poor because of their historical general misfortunes and the $1 pie being the one point difference. Final score, Cullen 74, Pi 75. Better luck next season, chumps, or next decade. (laughs) They still suck. (laughs) Keelan, you know how I added a really mediocre joke about the D's Blues game last week? Yep. I wasn't happy about that. Really? So I came back and uh, wrote a little one for this. Okay. For this game. Let me just find it. All right. And for the second week in a row, Carlton fans were so close to reaching the ecstasy of finals football, but just when they were almost over the line, they burnt their hands on the hot pies and weren't able to grab the balls, leading to a sad, disappointing finish. At this point, I'm hoping either the Carlton players or fans are into ball torture because they are once again have been beaten and left with blue bags. <laughs> Oh, uh, look, That's we're definitely better um, with pre-written content. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You were under the pump last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> mm. uh, Low-key, though, that is, um, just throwing back to your, your Saad joke, Low-key. that is one of the major downsides of Islam is actually how long it takes to get a result. That's it. If he was Christian... <laughs> Could have been could have instantly. Simply slap the hands together. A, a simple thought and prayer, as what was happening in the stands. I don't know if you saw some of those <laughs> clips. All the fans were praying. That's pretty it. much. They um, all found found Jesus. Perhaps a lightning last. bolt could have struck the ball. Smote someone it. exactly. <laughs> Smote. <laughs> um, Tell you who wouldn't get hit first. Ginevan. Too short. 
Oh. That's true. I, uh, Who would hit Cox? Probably, with yeah. His eyeballs. Mason, oh. six foot ten Cox would probably get hit first. <laughs> Poor <Psst>. Cox. <laughs> Maybe his goggles would redirect it like Cyclops. <laughs> <Or> Maybe <laughs> he would turn into a superhero. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then he, you know, loses his goggles and is flipping around uncontrollably, making noises like he's jizzing himself <laughs> while he's zapping everyone. I'll be specific, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> Have you not seen that X Men? <laughs> well, you're not talking about your fan fiction, are you? <laughs> it's just the boys. Maybe, maybe not. Stewie G places his hand on Isaac's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Alrighty. <clears throat> yeah. Despite the final game of the home and away season featuring one team who would not be playing finals, we still tuned in for Saints vs Swans on Super Sunday at Marvel Stadium as it had flow-on effects for the fantastic top four. More superheroes. (laughs) (laughs) In his swan song, Dan Hanabry put up a memorable performance, a game-high 30 disposals. Saints fans wishing he could have stayed healthy and done that consistently over the last four years. Although they weren't playing finals, the Saints weren't ready to pack up just yet. Putting in a full hard day's work, Long and Steele both produced 27 disposals and one goal each before knockoff. While it was Hanabry, son of Hanabry, who was the link between the North Kingdom of Sydney and the Southern Kingdom of St Kilda, it was the return of the King who <laughs> realised his destiny, dealing maximum damage with five goals straight and reclaiming his throne. Sydney fans will be blasting Kansas all week, hoping their wayward son can carry on his recent form into finals, <laughs> nailing two ceiling fourth quarter goals and finishing with 3-1 for the match. The Saints, with no finals ahead, produced a performance that was nothing short of a miracle. Unfortunately, their requiem for Hanabry fell short. The Swans hanging on to a 14-point win, although this was not large enough to claim second spot on the ladder they still managed to avoid dropping out of the sky into sixth place and swooped into third instead. Saints, 11-8-74, Swans, 13-10-88. Not a bad effort by the St. Kilda team. Yeah, I was a bit nervous. Yeah. I was a bit nervous. Yeah, funnily enough, when their um, big, tall forward can kick... The Actually ball kick some goals. ...between the <laughs> yeah. big posts. Um, <laughs> yep. Instead of 17 behinds. Uh, not bad. Yeah. Pretty pretty handy. Yep. Perhaps. Alrighty. Uh, shoes. Shoes. I was nervous. Almost lost my shoe. <sighs> but Sydney got up, luckily. Uh, Keelan. Crushed it with the Tigers. Yep. Easy. Very nice. Uh, Matty. Au- auto pick. <laughs> it hurts. North. Unlucky. Never, never had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they would have had a chance, to be fair. I was hopeful. You were yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But uh, another L. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, way to put him down. <laughs> Does that put me two behind? Uh, I th- I think so. The, I did update the spreadsheet. But I oh, feel like Lovely. for the sake of competition, we should continue it into the finals, which will be obviously much trickier to do. Yeah. We'll do it all the way into the grand final. Ah, look, I'm feeling pretty confident. Let's, uh, let's push on. Yeah, I, I think like so. It. Haven't fucked it up yet. Except for round one, that one don't count because we all chose Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, we co- we all cooked ourselves on that one. Mm. Uh, Manny's got three wins, four losses. Keelan's on six. six. 
I'm on five. Oh, no. So, we've got a bit of a lead, but finals could be interesting. Could be. Um, but we'll throw that in Tough. in next week's episode <laughs> when we do the preview of the games because yep. we've, we've got a week off. We've got a bye week, which will be interesting. Hmm. Well, we don't have a week off. Um, we're still going to be working we'll, very hard we'll on, be on working the podcast. Hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, watching sport, etc. Yes. <laughs> we got we got some great things coming next week. Yep. Just not really AFL related. Yeah. Except for some predictions. Stay tuned. Yeah, we've got some great stuff allegedly mm-hmm. that I'm totally <laughs> totally don't legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally great stuff. Yeah. We just can't remember. Heaps right of excellent now. things. Stick around. Alrighty. All right, should we go to the... I reckon this is Matt. The Delhi Recap Bracket, <laughs> a.k.a. Snagbaggers, a.k.a. Sack of Meat, a.k.a. The Butcher's Special Bracket, not to be confused with BOTW, Butcher of the Week. Bracket, not to be confused with Nintendo's Breath of the Wild. Close bracket, close bracket, close bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> It took me a few reads earlier um, to get through it. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to read in bold and underlined as well. <laughs> All the letters just look the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a poor week from us. Not great. But my first confident pick was Isaac Smith. Almost smashed it. One goal for. Yeah. <laughs> we should have stopped there. Look, I, I backed him with a, with a few dollary dues for one goal. Yeah, happy with the outcome. <laughs> he got it reasonably early too. He did. So yeah, he did. Get, yeah, get it off your chest. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So Dan Hanbury, uh zero zero in his final game. Good stuff. Uh, HBO Oya zero zero. Nat five zero one. <laughs> <laughs> Might go to the bottom. Max Lynch zero zero. Yeah. Look, uh, Ollie Henry was a uh, uneaten. Medium sandwich. Which I assume is Medi-Sub. Unused Medi-Sub. <laughs> <laughs> so, no goals for him. No snags. <laughs> uh, and Robbie Green, his final game. 2-2. Two, two. So, a bit of redemption. Yeah. Uh, what have we got? 3-7 combined. <laughs> not, not great. <laughs> uh, it was the last full, full round, so we had to lob a few in there. I think Not I think effort. it was just because look we had we threw Dan Hatterbury in because yeah. we, we would have been rude not for to. the culture yep um that's the only one I can really excuse the rest the rest were legitimate choices Max yeah, Lynch exactly. for the mullet can't can't complain if Ollie Henry was on um he would have kicked that last goal and and won it for the pies true he would have kicked that fourth quarter one so you know is what it is. I've just read ahead and seen Matt's inside scoop and I already hate it. <laughs> oh my god. What's he done here? <laughs> all right, sorry. All right, before we move on though, we should um on to the we tips. should we should s- no, we don't have tips. We don't we're not tipping finals week. We'll do that next week. Uh, uh, when the teams are announced given and all that, that yeah, sort of stuff. Next week the game starts on Friday, right? So Yeah. We'll correct. The first game Thursday. is Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Oh? Yeah. Okay. We do have time. Maybe we should quietly tip the Thursday now. Just Ooh. in case. We, well, the episode won't be up. I'm just saying, like, verbally, we should tip it. That is Give our opinions. That is a very good just point. Just the Thursday. Uh, all right. Thursday, Lions versus Richmond at the Gabba Oh, it's Richmond. Yeah, sorry. It's okay, Richmond. Moving 
Yeah, lines are falling to pieces. Yeah. Like I said before, they're listening to the script. <laughs> falling to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hmm. So that means we go straight to AFL News then because we can't do baggers. That's correct. That's fair. Yep. Nothing to purchase yet in the snag department, so I can't bag them up. Yep. Delhi's closed. Alrighty. So I have a stat. Let me find it. A stat? A stat from um, everyone's favorite Twitter statistician, Sir Swamp Thing, on Twitter. So teams winning the toss in season 2020. Up the top, we've got Gold Coast Suns and Hawthorne Hawks. At 14 wins each this season. 14? Absolutely fucking crushing it, yeah. boys. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're both just calling tails every time. Not sure. Never fails. Personal <laughs> <laughs> um, bias. It's true. It is true. Uh, North has nine wins for the season, in case you're wondering. Which huh. is... Uh, so they're joint with Port on second worst for the season. <laughs> Brisbane, GWS, St Kilda, all with eight wins. Interesting. But yeah, definitely a, a weird stat. It is a weird <laughs> stat. Oh, yeah, cool. Someone even asked what's the heads tails ratio. They didn't have that one yet, so maybe <laughs> I might come back to that. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Clarko in it. Oh, yeah. You happy, Maddie? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. It's... <laughs> A team to finish bottom of the ladder two years in a row. A little bit disappointing. But to have Clarko with the side as a stable head coach, fingers crossed, minimum three years. Mm. They don't throw him under a bus, whatever mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully Connors will bring a little bit of seniority and stuff back to the team. LDU's looking sharp. I mean, you know, you don't want to get too excited preseason, but... Oh, I c- it's not even pre-season yet It's pre-pre-season <laughs> And exactly. man's getting excited It's not even post-season yet It's still pre-post-pre-season <laughs> <laughs> I, I think to sum it up I I don't think it can get worse Than finishing bottom two years in a row So it can only get better Surely You mean you could finish bottom three years in a row Oh, I mean You just... <laughs> You send the club to Tasmania at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that happens, surely they just ship it off. You fold the yeah. club. Yeah. Send the convicts away. <laughs> yeah. But that's not... Yeah. Yeah. Things to look forward to. Yeah. Um, well, we might touch on your thoughts post-season when you have a bit of post-season clarity again. But... Um, <laughs> Is that on purpose? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's a, it's a big win. For North. Oh, a huge win. Securing your services. Without Definitely. a doubt. Yep. Definitely. Uh, I've got a note here. North fans crying tears of joy leaving the stadium this week, even though they got flogged by the Suns, <laughs> just because they know things can only get better next season. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Isaac Rankin. The Suns setting on his time on the Gold Coast, mm. unfortunately. Formally requested a trade to the Crows. Back home. Yep. They're offering him a bag. So... Is what it is. You got to take it. Oh, absolutely. Eight hundred and fifty k a year or something. Yeah, yeah. somewhere <laughs> between eight hundred nine hundred k a year has been floated around. I didn't think AFL players got paid that well. I didn't think blokes that hang around the forward pocket got played got paid that well. <laughs> they don't usually. Yeah, no. <laughs> just everywhere else on the ground. Yeah, unreal. Um, but yeah, 
you know, at, at least 150000 more than what Gold Coast is probably going to offer him. So, Without a doubt. you know, get your money. Hopefully, Gold Coast has enough other small forwards that can fill in and should be okay. But we'll see how he goes because he's young and had the best season of his career this year. So, hopefully, he goes well in Adelaide. Yep. The Love paycheck suggests that he might be doing some midfield work. Probably. They probably forward. want him to touch the ball a little mm. bit more. Um, but they'll also need a trade to get it done before the end of the season too. So, yeah. and Gold Coast will want to get a trade done after letting, I don't know, countless people walk to <laughs> the Hawks, for example, or <laughs> Richmond, or <laughs> Melbourne, <laughs> or, or <laughs> Essendon. Mm. Port? Uh I feel like we traded Charlie Dixon and got some something back for him. You'd hope so. Um, but the point remains. <laughs> Almost spit my water <laughs> out. <laughs> I definitely want something back for him, not just to let him walk and then, you know, West Coast to swoop in and take yeah, him with, a, <laughs> without with a their draft selection in the preseason draft. Um, now, I wouldn't hate getting Matt Crouch even though our midfield's pretty good and he's a pretty solid midfielder he's on the outer he played a lot of sand for this season yep 27 so you know you'd think in his prime basically his best season was probably 2017 but you know still in those good years oh yeah I would think without a doubt I feel like our forward presence is pretty good we've got enough young guys coming through that that should be solid so I wouldn't I wouldn't hate Matt Crouch in a pick yep to be honest. Otherwise, if it's just a pick, it's probably going to be Adelaide's pick five in the draft, which we don't need. So we'd probably just turn that into some other players from somewhere else. Yeah. But something for him, please. At least. Um, Last bit of news is an Instagram post. It is. It is. Now, uh, I've, just, I've just read it and it's a great take. It's very good. I'm but not sure if it pays off in, uh, in an audio medium. Ah, We can read it out. Yeah, right. I was going to read through it. Go nuts. Were you going to mention... Who is it? What do you mean? Who is this fella? I don't just know. Just, it. just, just a random guy? Yeah, just a random Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, Matty Hugh mentioned Cunnington signing on for two years North Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Love to see it. Yeah, Cunnington handed a two-year deal. So, that's... Pretty good. Lock him in. I thought you wrapped that up into your other thing. I thought no, you, no, I thought you mentioned right. him earlier. Yeah. He did oh, a little I, bit. It was implied, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Um... That'd be good. And then hopefully he'll probably stay on as a coach or something afterwards. Well, You'd yeah. Think. Hopefully the Brad Scott era is well and truly behind us. Mm. And uh, mm. Mm. The, these mm. players are getting the respect they deserve. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Let's read some tweets, shall we? So, on during the Pies game, right? Random, I would assume American. Yes. Jason from Chicago, live tweeted, Jason Quist on Twitter. Hey, at AFL, don't take this the wrong way, but Aussie Rules Football is one of the most incomprehensible games I've ever seen in my life, and I'm determined to figure it, to figure it out in this Twitter thread. I just want you to know I'm doing my best, but no spoilers. Right? So he goes through and describes what he's seeing in the game. First things first, this sport has the absolute best kickoff equivalent where the ref just hammers the ball into the center spot I want to learn enough about this sport just to do this. <laughs> He's right. He's right. It, it's it's pretty good. Have two guys run at each other from like five meters away and then just throw a knee up and see what happens from there. It's a gladiatorial as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
he says, okay, it seems like they call the end of the field the sweet spot, but then they have to bend it like Beckham to get it into a relatively narrow goal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who calls the pocket the sweet spot. <sighs> It must have been... A, BT. Yeah, BT on the commentary team or something. Oh, he's kicked that in the sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's think, he said, I think maybe all the ball advancement is just kind of freestyle. People are just kicking it with all parts of their legs, volleyball serving it, punching it, etc. Uh, then he says, in all caps, wait, the ref gets to also wing the ball over his head to inbound it. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Another great part of the game. Uh, continues on. I guess you're allowed one blocker on set shots, which would be like having one taunter in the lane for free throws in basketball. <laughs> and I think we're on to something, friends. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty interesting, actually. That would be brilliant. <laughs> Put the Slim Reaper in. He would just be blocking yeah, your free throws. Yeah, exactly. Throw just right in front of the hoop, like oh, right, right up against it. Man, free throws are hard enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he said, look, some guy pulled off a shot that they called a double bender and frankly, he didn't celebrate it enough. This guy sounds like a bit of a fucking double bender if you ask me. Who's that? probably another BT take. There's no way anyone calls it... Yeah, I'm pretty sure right it was a commentator that said... calling it a double bender. Yeah. Who was this? Ash, maybe? Yeah, it's, uh, it is Ash. Well, what's his last name? Um, Johnston? Yeah. Johnson? Yep, Ash, um, Ash Dick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, to be fair, he did bend it both ways, which is kind of weird. He, he hit a he? very nice check side, and then as it got through the goals, it started bending back the other way because the ball sort of tumbled over and changed his axis. Uh. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure when I listen to the clip, it says double bender as well. Huge BTism. <laughs> BTism. <laughs> BTism, <laughs> if you will. Beautiful. <laughs> Bit of the tism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, how many more we got? Three. Three, three more. Three more. Finish three. I will say, and I know a lot of me had meathead C sports for the first time and go, I will be the LeBron of this. I would not. These guys are angry all the time, probably because they're running a marathon during a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fair. Going back to scoring. So you kick these scrummed up jump balls and then some. sometimes they just pop out. Then if an offensive player gets a good line on the ball, they turn into prime Bruce Lee, controlling the ball for half a step and putting it in the center goal like nothing. Oh, no, I've lost my post. Oh, no. Oh, I've got Hold the on. last one. I'm here, I'm here. I got it. And then, in all caps, finish of the game, he says, oh, my God, what a tremendous finish. As, you know... One point. Carlton was left with blue bags. Yeah. 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 I mean, what a game to watch. Oh, absolutely. first game. Yeah. Yeah, literally any Collingwood game this season would have been a lot of great first games to watch. <laughs> Very true. That's Very true. true. Bit like... um. That first NHL game you watched this year, Maddie. Oh, unbelievable. With, with the best player in the competition doing his thing. Doing probably the best thing of the season. Yeah. And yeah. You, you just, huh, so this is NHL. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just disappointed when it doesn't happen every game after that. 
No, I very much enjoyed NHL this season. Uh, I actually played the latest NHL game on the uh, Xbox One. Oh, did you? Quite a few hours. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Hell of a lot of fun. It's disappointing they don't make it for PC. It is. Console only game. Yeah. Yep. Given you can play, you know, PC games with a controller. But okay. Ma- makes too much sense. Yeah. Yep. All right. Just come around and play Thanks, it. EA. Get all the boys on the TV. <laughs> I've got a bit of a inside scoop here. This is... <laughs> Killen's already upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking furious. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts. I just wanted to give the the listeners a warning. <laughs> This Skin. isn't this isn't some fever dream. This is this is Matt's news. Skin. These are these are all his original thoughts. We don't. Skip this it. is Alex Jones esque, perhaps. <laughs> this is the Alex Jones of AFL. Yes. Yeah. All right, Matt. Please proceed. Well, now I feel like I've now got. We've done the disclaimers. Big, big shoes to fill, but I'm not going to put on the rambunctious voice. So, North Melbourne. Lose by 67. Essendon lose by 66. Carlton lose by one. The difference of 67 and 66 being one point. Mm. I ask you now, listeners, to listen harder. That's three teams. North, Essendon, and Carlton. Together, 20 letters. What else is 20 letters? September 11th, 2001, GWB which of course stands for George W. Bush. On May 18th, for an event in Dallas, Texas regarding Ukraine, George W. Bush had a Freudian slip where he says, the brutal invasion of Iraq, referring to Putin's campaign. Was it not Bush who launched an unjust attack on Iraq himself? Thinking emoji. Perhaps the former president cannot contain his excitement at the prospects of a third world war, thus ensuring that the military-industrial complex continues to be pumped full with cash. Thus leading towards further technological advancements, such as magnetic weapons, which are now currently being tested here live in Australia, inside each and every AFL stadium. That's right, the one or two ladies and gentlemen listening, magnetic weaponry is being tested in Australia via goalposts at AFL games AFL magnets confirmed <laughs> I didn't open read your the eyes end. people I didn't read the end either you lost me in the middle but I'm very much on track and that man over on the wall on the top there Marby or Chol, would be well and truly invested in this yep many a kick drawn towards the right goalpost from Marby or Chol. why is it targeting black people at le- exactly at least two did not visibly deviate, but on Snicko they contacted the goalpost. Yep. Robbed. Mm, Very with interesting. You. Open your eyes, people. It's happening right in front of you. I don't feel safe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just a bit Killing, of they're turning the magnets on. <laughs> they're, turning, they're turning the magnets gay. <laughs> in other news... <laughs> I didn't put this in. I don't know if it's true. I don't want anyone to think that I'm spreading rumors. <laughs> Hopefully, well, no you're, you're coming out as homosexual. No, that Pat Bev went to the. Lakers. Oh right, I see. Okay. Well, that would make sense yeah, with yeah. a logical train of thought. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Would get there. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. easily. One plus one. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> I love the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Full credit to the Full boys. <laughs> 
Uh, what about Pat Beverly? Lakers. Reportedly going to the Lakers. Ah. Mm. Which will be... Uh, Why? <laughs> <laughs> they need them all. They're playing Pokemon. <laughs> Got to catch them all, boys. <laughs> so, for Taylor Horton Tucker and someone else, I forget, uh, basically just leaves Anthony Davis and LeBron from the 2020 winning team on the Lakers, and that's it. Westbrook's leaving. No, no, he's still there. Oh, br- yeah, oh yeah. sorry, sorry. He's still yeah, there. Of course. Um, but, of course, Westbrook and Pat Bev don't have the friendliest relationship. <laughs> uh, Westbrook being like a, a, a postman who, you know, uh, delivers a package to a wrong address occasionally. Uh, and Pat Bev, a barking dog. Don't get on the best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, it'll be very interesting to see the Lakers this season. Um, I don't think they're going to do too great. (laughs) Chemistry might be at an all-time low. Yeah, yeah. I like running with what Keelan said, and much like uh, a child playing Pokemon for the first time, the Lakers are a little bit like your sort of six Pokemon, all of them being stunted at level six through nine when you caught them, with LeBron being the 99 Pikachu who once dies... And you're screwed. You're, you're, screwed. you're elite four run done. You know you're not you're not going anywhere. <laughs> what do you mean, Earth type? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great analogy. Um, Another NBA news. I think I think um, the big tall guy Kevin Durant is actually staying. Yeah, apparently he's staying on the Nets. Yeah, with Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, who may or may not decide to play basketball at some point in his career. I saw a photo. It that could like, be that will, could be scary. It was will this lineup win a ring? And it was Ben Simmons at the front, and then, <laughs> and then Kyrie, and then KD behind. I was like, "This is unusual." They're doing it to get laugh reacts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing it to take the piss. <laughs> Have to be. Yeah, because it was like ESPN or something. Yeah, like oh, clutch, yep. clutch points or something. So yep. definitely doing it to take the piss. Have to be. Have to be. But they could actually be a good team. If they all play. They could be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Kyra will be able to play home games this season. <laughs> um, that's that's huge. Ben might get caught with a cot update and therefore come to training. <laughs> Wonder what his internet's like. Yeah, uh, it doesn't exactly. matter. Cot updates, 100 gig plus. <laughs> <laughs> might have to pop out for a new SSD, pop in to training on the way. Yeah, mm. might as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um I think I saw Chet Holmgren's got an injury, which yeah, I'm not happy about. Yeah, foot. It's not good. Um, is it surprising? It's not. He's 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 got an injury-prone build to him. I think he's malnourished. Uh, yeah. He needs to drink some milk. He's, he definitely needs some milk. Credit where credit's due. There's a YouTuber, Jimmy Highroller. Yep. You've probably heard great of Great YouTuber. Yeah, great. Great videos. Does really in-depth videos. Did a big 10-minute video about the success and weird stats around seven-foot players. And there's, off the top of my head, been three seven-foot-two-plus seven players that have been dominant in the NBA. Whereas, unfortunately... Like Yao Ming, who was a freak, mm. sadly, a little bit before our time. So a lot of people don't might know him like, oh, the big Chinese guy. Nah, he could dribble coast to coast, had a mid-range, but he was injured like 70% of the season mm. before, unfortunately, retiring. Yep, yep. Um, so happens when you're a genetic freak. Yeah, and yep. uh, I believe Jimmy's YouTube opinion was um, Chet 
may unfortunate the odds are against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which aren't great but for my sports science. As a Thunder fan is always increasing. That's true. There is hope. There There's is hope. hope. There's hope. I um, I took some sports science into into consideration this afternoon. Actually, oh, go on. So the AIS, or at least it was greenlit by the AIS, and then someone else did it. There was there's a study on gelatin and vitamin C combined to uh, for tendon health and collagen <laughs> production because mm-hmm. collagen isn't very doesn't have very good bioavailability when you consume it. Yes, and then because so everyone that's buying collagen protein, don't do it. It's market, <laughs> marketing gimmick. It's legit just marketing. Yeah. 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 Um, why is it? Do you know why it's not? Effective the, the like so the it'll be the digestion and there's no transport like ah. there's no like built-in thing so it just passes go, through. All right, we have collagen. Let's grab it and do that with it. No, it'll just break it down. Okay, um, that's it's like uh, the, that, that's that's a that's a hypothesis. But it, yeah, you you don't end up with high like with um collagen going where it needs to go. It's like the old misconception of eating fat makes you fat. Exactly. Ah. Yeah. Yep. I see. But whereas consuming gelatin and vitamin C actually does mm. do that. And so I was I was reading the thing and doing the thing. I read the method to figure out exactly what my dosage was going to be when I was going to have it this afternoon. Okay. Found out the chads used Ribena Light oh. to dose the vitamin C. I was like, Interesting. my man, that's delightful. So I had gelatin and... Ribena f- this afternoon before I had a workout. Unreal. And, uh, rate it. Ooh. I assume you're using powdered gelatin. Yep. Yep. Not not the leaves. <laughs> no. No. I need way, to buy it in bulk. Them in the I need cup. to buy it in bulk or something too. Yeah. It's yeah, expensive yeah. in the tiny little cooking ones. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah. don't put ice in your gelatin. It'll set. <laughs> it, 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 I had little chunks after I put ice in. It was perfectly dissolved because I used hot water. And I was like, I'll just cool it down with ice. Fucking idiot. Mm. I was drinking like chunky jelly. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to prep meal prep those ones. I think I'll just make aeroplane jelly and have Ooh. some white bean with it. Just slurp it down. Ooh. Sneaky. Yeah. Uh, improving tendon health could be a game changer. Yeah. If yeah. Chet Holmgren, I mean can that just- one turn himself into a wacky inflatable tube man he won't ever get injured he'll Facts. just be so stretchy <laughs> and flexible tendons are important mm. that's how you get up that's how you get springy mustn't yeah so make it happen but uh that's all i got that's all i got on the nba yeah, too. i've got yeah. nothing for football come back soon in it nothing at no- all. nothing for football nothing no, notable we, happened we covered it earlier L- liverpool liverpool has left you <laughs> devastated <laughs> Liver pools of tears. Liver. <laughs> no, I like what you accidentally said. Liver stool because <laughs> they're being shit at the shit. moment. I don't know where they came. You stumbled into it. And the now comedy it can't stop. <laughs> it's accidental. <laughs> it's a curse. Continuation uh, in uh, Suey season yeah, for Keelan. Season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of Man U. <laughs> it's all good. We're playing Bournemouth this week. That's brutal. Ten dollar odds to draw. Twenty four dollars for Bournemouth to win. Back the draw. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> twenty four to one. <laughs> yeah, you just back Bournemouth at that point, wouldn't you? No, but seriously though, I think we're going to win this next game, so it's fine. Don't oh, worry sure. about it. Yeah, 
if anything, this could be the unfor- unfortunate for for Bourne, um, the sort of I think we all tipped them to go down, right? The revenge game where Liverpool just smacked them for nine goals. They'll be steaming for this one. It they would they would have been heated for the last one. Yeah, and they still lost. They're going to be so angry coming into this one. It's not fair, but it's sport, isn't it? So. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, given that there's nothing else on the outline. Well, I'm going to uh, then update my prediction for the Premier League. So, Arsenal Liverpool. to win. Oh. You uh, can't just keep updating every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call the light. Green, 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 green. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Arsenal to win. They're playing well. They're playing pretty well. But I'd like to remind you... Man, you and Liverpool to get relegated. They are Arsenal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. If if Man, you keeps bringing on uh, Real Madrid players... Casemiro didn't even play. (laughs) Ronaldo (laughs) played for five and a half minutes or something stupid. Eventually, they'll become Real Madrid. When in theory. Yeah, when we were listing them the other week, we forgot uh, Mesut Ozil, who was at Real Madrid for a little bit as well. Yeah, he played for Arsenal. I don't think he played for United, did he? No, no, he didn't. Yeah, he, he was didn't. with Arsenal. He was with Arsenal, time. but he played with uh, Real yeah, Madrid yeah, okay. previously. Yep. Remember, we were talking about um, getting the band back together in the MLS and then oh, just dominating yeah, over there. Sorry. Well, <laughs> That's a formal, formal Ozil Real went Madrid to like team. Turkey or something, so yeah, realistically, yeah. he could go MLS yeah. and meet up at LA. That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be insane, actually. Um, but I think we can safely flip a coin and have like a, a decent length on this episode, perhaps. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, did you get your rugby league tip in? I did get my tip in. I Who's your tip? Uh, why is it already blown out? I tip the <laughs> odds. You tip the favourite. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, 20 minutes in, 18 eels to Parramatta Eels over the Broncos. Yeah, I, I tipped tip the, tip the Parramatta Parramatta Eels. Yeah, yeah nice. Broncos I are getting sent to the glue though. factory after this, I think. Ooh, <laughs> get them. Now, Isaac, it's your flip. You'll be able to um, tap into their gelatin. <laughs> Ooh, budget gelatin. <laughs> Just get them on the way out of Suncorp later on. Would you... Do you want their gelatin? Gelatin's gelatin. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I mean, they've already been dispatched from the race course, so might as well. <laughs> no, Aztec. no part goes to waste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get the hooves, turn her into my beverages. <laughs> get the insides, of, turn them of, into sausage rolls. Exactly, exactly. IKEA meatballs. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, that's the good meat. IKEA oh yeah, 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 around. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, talking Seven Eleven sausage rolls. Ah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Definitely. But yeah, chuck yeah. a couple of hooves in the um, Ninja Blender. Bit, <laughs> bit of water, bit of Robina Light. <laughs> You're laughing. Lord, I don't think my blender's going to keep up with that, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. Might need a new blender sponsorship. This episode's been brought to you by... I couldn't think of a single blender manufacturer. I don't know. I got heads, nothing. Heads or tails. <laughs> um, you know tails never fails. Yeah, but I reckon this week it will. Tails doesn't fail. Yeah, huge. Let's go. (laughs) You love to see it. Thanks, Chief. Heads was probably still due. Yeah, Yeah, what a surprise. It's definitely due now. Definitely due now. Uh, Just before we 
uh, close, I do want to touch on. Um, do you? I played three games of golf, nine holes only, uh, and went to a driving range over the last two weeks, and it was fun. I used you, to, you, I used to be of an opinion that I hated golf and it was bad. And did the, you realize you weren't very good at golf? Is that what your realization was? Ah, that opinion may have, may or may not have been based on that I was terrible at golf <laughs> and I didn't like the feeling of being terrible at something did you not do year 10 HPE uh, no, no actually no, that's where didn't. I learnt my golf swing yeah the point is playing with my friend uh, Isaac the tattoo guy also avid golfer not me um, grandparents no longer own a golf Josh <laughs> just to put it out there unlucky they did but you know they're getting old so yep. get rid of it yeah uh, yeah no he sort of helped me not suck as much and once you can sort of do something you're like hey I can't get not this. too bad yeah yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually pretty fun seeing one massive problem with this golf the sport of it rich is folks the Matt, best way it is the ex- unemployed <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is true <laughs> he's not he's not getting on those nice lush greens that have you know yeah. not a single wrinkle in the grass yep. no debris or anything he's not getting that he's getting on the public course that's, <laughs> that's churned up with the aerator cores still sitting on the oh. green on top of all the holes <laughs> Dan if you're listening you and Matt are going to be going to Helensvale Golf Club yeah. anytime now <laughs> not a bad club Not that's not, not a, a bad club not a terrible club mm. no I just picture it as a dust bowl yeah with brown brown greens the best thing about uh, golf, it's a great waste of time, especially 18 holes. <laughs> it's also holes. the worst thing about it. Uh, <laughs> so easy to drink a dozen beers because you're there for six hours. <laughs> <Good Lord. laughs> so, so there's two types of golfers I want to make clear based off Isaac. There's 70-year-olds and then there's Isaac. There's the, there's the ones who get invited to Saudi Arabia and paid a shitload of money. And then there's people like me. <laughs> no in between there's people who enjoy golf just how you enjoy basketball tennis etc pissed then there's alcoholics <laughs> <laughs> you can't drink a dozen in a game of basketball you don't have huh? enough time in between I bet an NBA player could like, I reckon those games could. take forever <laughs> they do take forever they're even worse are you, are, you, are you challenging that we couldn't do that couldn't, shouldn't. I'll pick up drinking just to prove you wrong. <laughs> How many beers, sorry, in one game? 12. 12 in uh, 50 minutes. Maybe if they're Captain Sensibles. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-strength. Yeah, or Big Heads, something a little bit light. Yeah. Bud mm. Light. <laughs> All right. But it's not even a light beer. Is it not? No. Americans... Just use that to describe the taste of beer because they're all idiots. <laughs> it's a full strength beer, but it's called light because, because it doesn't have any flavour. I mean, that's also fair. Yeah, but yeah. What's the selling so point then? Coors Light, Miller Light, all all full strength beers. If you buy them here, they're just called Coors or Miller because we're not because we have light beer. Yeah, that that means something. <laughs> What a place. Yeah. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. On that bombshell. <laughs> See you next week.
Uru. It's going off. Fuck, <laughs> oh, a bit out of practice, Almost, mate. Yeah, a bit premature. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shooting a bit early. <laughs>